0: Welcome to another In-Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In-Wheel Time Car Show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. What do they say, better late than never? Yep. Yeah. Good morning, and welcome to the In-Wheel Time Car Talk Show. Just ahead, Mike Quincy and Consumer Reports' top 10 picks. Can't wait to talk to Mike about that. I got to drive the 2023 Cadillac Escalade, or as I Man. like to afford, uh, call it, the Escalade Man, be still, C Series. He's still my heart. I'll give you my impression of it. We'll also have the cruise-in calendar later. Conrad has this week in auto history, and I'll have the stories making automotive news headlines this week. Just ahead on this edition of the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show. Hello and along with Mike Mars, King Conrad DeLong. We need more Jeff and I'm Don Armstrong. Glad you could join us on this chilly morning in Houston, Texas. I hope it's nice where you are, wherever you are around the globe, because we now uh, are reaching people on the other side of the earth. How can that be? The earth is flat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we think of it. They're, anyway. they're upside down. They're hanging on. There you go. Mike Quincy, uh, good morning to you. Hi, how are you guys doing? Well, we're doing great. Thanks so much. Mike is with Consumer Reports. What's your title there, Mike?
1: Uh, I'm an automotive specialist, and I have no idea what that means.
0: Hey, Mike, I wanted to ask you about that. So do you have, is there like a division of Consumer Reports that does auto?
1: Uh, Absolutely. In fact, the, the main office of Consumer Reports is in Yonkers, New York, and that's where they test appliances, electronics, where advocacy offices are, all the administrative stuff. But I work at, at the Consumer Reports Test Track, which is in uh, Colchester, Connecticut, and we do cars, we do tires, and we do child safety seats. So if you think that a, a Consumer Reports car guy has any advice for which refrigerator to buy, you're completely out of luck. I have no <laughs> idea what to tell you.
0: Well, I'll have to tell you, I've driven some refrigerators before. Does that <laughs> count? <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, how many people are on the staff in the automotive department?
1: We have about 25 people Jeez. at the Consumer Reports test track and these are made up of engineers, editorial folks, statisticians, administrators and a bunch of uh, of maintenance uh, folks that take care of the of the grounds. We have 327 acres to take care of. It's the site of the old Connecticut dragway. So if you if you google Connecticut dragway, uh, you will see how the track used to look before we bought it in the 1980s.
0: That's really cool. I, I, I love to hear those uh, sorts of things. Uh, and I was thinking that when I found out that we were going to talk to you this morning, I thought, man, I want to ask him, what, what is the inside skinny there with Consumer Reports? They've got to have a staff. Well, now we know it's a couple of dozen people. Well, that's good to know. All right, so let's get on with t- today's subject, and let's talk about uh, the top ten picks in cars and trucks. That I assume that these are Consumer Reports Picks. First of all, let's qualify or quantify that. And gotcha.
2: Just checking volume.
0: Yeah, well, it's working really well over there. Uh, the, <laughs> let, let's talk about uh, let's talk about
1: what defines the top ten picks. Sure. To, to make to be recommended by Consumer Reports, a vehicle has to do well on our testing. It has to have at least average or better. Uh, scores in our member surveys for reliability and uh, owner satisfaction. And it can't fail any crash safety tests. And it has to have lots and lots of standard safety features as standard equipment on all the trim lines. So we're talking about forward collision warning, automatic emergency braking with pedestrian detection at highway speeds, uh, because we don't think that you, you should have to to, to spend an arm and a leg to get all the safety features. And, and so now with, with the Consumer Reports top picks, these are the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the Victorians of the class. These are the models that top their category in certain price ranges as being the, the ones that that tested and scored the, the absolute number one.
0: So, Mike, you could buy a 20 dollars $25,000 car and get all those safety features on that car.
1: Right. And and that's that's something to, to keep in mind when you when you think about the average price of a new car, which I think is like forty six thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah wow. it's expensive. Uh, yeah. So so there there are a number of, of vehicles. In fact, I think there's there's five vehicles uh, on Consumer Reports top picks list that are thirty five thousand dollars or less. You know, it's starting with the Toyota Corolla Hybrid. Uh, the Toyota Corolla Cross, the Camry. These are all models that did really well in Consumer Reports testing. Very fuel efficient, super reliable, and you know, and affordable if you're in the market for a new car. So
0: let's just get into it, shall we? You, where do you want to start? You want to start with uh, luxury? You want to start with price categories? How you de- I- you you define it?
1: Well, I'm I'm thinking, you know, Texas. I am a member of the Texas Auto Writers because I used to live in Austin, and they they gracefully gratefully let me keep my membership. <laughs> so I would say let's start with a pickup truck, and in this case, it's the Ford Maverick Hybrid. This Ooh. model did really well in our testing. Thirty-seven miles per gallon overall for a pickup truck. I, that's, I mean, it, that, that's it, it's, absolute, it's absolutely incredible. And listen. It's not an F150, it's not a Silverado, it's not a Ram 1500, um but for a lot of people that live in suburban environments like like I do and a lot of people do, a small pickup truck absolutely fits the bill. No, it's not going to tow an enormous airstream trailer or a horse trailer or anything like that, but it is a very civilized alternative to it to a huge pickup truck. Uh low base price about starts around $22,000. Uh, it, it has great handling. It's comfortable. Has good seats. It has easy controls. And and listen, I'm 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 glad to see more and more smaller pickup trucks in the marketplace.
0: Well, that's interesting that you should say it's that uh, the the Maverick because Mr. Mars has a review of the Maverick in our last hour of the show, mm-hmm. and
3: I happen to be driving the hybrid Maverick today. Oh, cool. I drove it over here, so I'm real interested. Uh, it's interesting that it pops up on his list. Were you hauling anything, donkey, or anything? I was hauling a couple of donkeys this morning, trying to keep <laughs> up with the
0: traffic. Now you can interpret that any way you want to, but uh, anyway, we'll we'll move on from that, I, Mister. I, 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 I,
1: I think I know the vernacular for donkeys. Well, there, <laughs> <yeah>. that,
0: that, <laughs> exactly. Uh, well let's keep Austin weird and just keep on going. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, automobiles uh, under 25,000.
1: So one uh, of the, the the ones that really pops up and it's very, very deserving. Is the Toyota Camry Hybrid? <clears throat> Listen, a lot of people know the Camry; it's very popular. However, the the hybrid really is the is the pick of the litter here. Forty seven miles per gallon overall in Consumer Reports testing. It's comfortable. It has uh, lots of convenient features. As I mentioned before, lots of standard safety features. It has got great reliability. Listen, Toyota's been working on hybrid technology since like the year 2000, I believe. They've really got it down to a science. And these are complicated cars. When you're talking about having an, an internal combustion engine with an electric motor and battery packs, and they're swapping back and forth all the time this is not a just a straightforward technology so you got to give you have hats off to toyota for sticking with this technology perfecting it and and the hybrids uh, for from toyota's lineups whether it's toyota or lexus have been super super reliable
0: well i have to tell you that i remember vividly and i'm sure you do too when the prius came out we were all blown away no it's not a race car no it's not a track car it's none of that it's good reliable convert con- uh, con- Good, reliable transportation. Spit it out. However, I know, it's, it's still a little bit early. But uh, I will tell you that it got great gas mileage, and it was very comfortable. Looked a little weird, and it got this reputation among car people of being, nah, are you kidding me? It's a Prius. Well, okay, you can think that if you want, but, you know, it, it has a lot to offer people it, in a decent price range. And it does right. what it, it says
2: it's going yeah. to do, and Toyota right. Synergy Drive, They've laid that out over a multitude of platforms and have proven all of them successful.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I will say this about Toyota. They've kind of gotten a bad rap in the press about the fact that, oh, they're way behind on uh, EVs. EVs. And it, that's really not the case, is it, Mike?
1: Well, it, it, it technically, it, when, you, when you think about EVs, there's, there's electrification. And electrification is kind of a broad uh, automotive term that says it's either a pure EV, it's a plug-in hybrid, or it's a hybrid. So in some ways, Toyota has been along with electrification, as we mentioned, you know, for, for like 22 years. Now for pure EVs, no, they're not really, I don't think they're betting the farm on pure EVs, mainly because the battery technology isn't quite there yet, despite the success that Tesla and others have had um there's not i I don't think there's a lot of profitability in selling evs also again despite tesla um so i I, i'm not sure that that toyota is thinks that that's the future i mean I i think they they they're from a technological standpoint i think they believe a lot more in hydrogen fuel cells uh which you know is a different kettle of fish because that doesn't have an infrastructure either like electric vehicles don't have an infrastructure but so I, I get the, I guess I get the criticism for Toyota not being in pure EVs, but I also understand it from a business standpoint why they're not.
3: Well, yeah, why why be the guy that's out there spending all the money to figure everything out? Let Tesla do all that, and some of the others work on the hybrids, which I prefer. I actually think are better than the EVs for a lot of reasons, and at least for now.
0: So, so, so Mike, my, my my feeling is, you know, that Toyota I think is doing the right thing because I believe that EV is not going to sustain a car company unless it's some specialty thing like a Rivian or something like that. I think that the real success is going to become uh, we're a, blend. a blend of gasoline, hybrids, and EVs. Don't you? Uh,
1: you know, cons- myself, speaking for Consumer Reports, uh, we agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, uh, I, I think there that that EVs, are good for some people they're not good for everyone for, for it, it really people will think i'm going to save money if i buy an ev and and the, the and the answer to that you know dilemma if you want to call it is is yes and no it depends where you live it depends on your electricity rate and it also your comparison it depends on how much gasoline costs where you live for example an electric vehicle versus a gas vehicle in massachusetts versus california California has cheaper electric rates than Massachusetts. Massachusetts has cheaper gasoline than California. So it, it isn't. It, it's it's not a slam dunk here. It isn't a universal truth that that an EV is right for everyone. It is right for some people. And in fact, one of the the EV one of the the, the top picks for for the April issue of Consumer Reports is the Nissan Leaf, which is not too expensive. We're talking around thirty thousand dollars. Uh, it has a range from 149 to 212 miles. If you're not doing massive road trips, if, if you're not living in like the Midwest where there's huge distances between everywhere you want to go, you're just living in town. You're commuting to work. It's a short commute. You're not driving that far. An Nissan Leaf makes all the sense in the world. Right. Uh, but it. But it's. But it's not. See, I'm I'm drawing a line between there. There are folks that say, well, everyone should drive an EV, and I I definitely don't agree with that. Well, right. But
3: right, to right. that point, it's exactly yeah. how you use that vehicle is how you're going to benefit from it.
1: Right. Let's get
0: back to the uh, top 10 picks. Uh, so what else is on the list there?
1: Well, since we're talking about EVs and everybody wants to talk about Tesla, the Tesla Model 3 is a Consumer Reports top pick. And listen, uh, this this car really deserves it. It is an absolute thrill to drive uh, for all of the the, the the big block muscle cars and Corvettes that I've driven in my life. There is nothing that can accelerate like an electric vehicle. Granted, it's not as viscerally uh, satisfying, but man, is it quick. It's so quick, it hurts my head. Uh, but, but it's not just about acceleration. This car has really good steering. It has sports car-like handling. Uh, but really, what, what puts the, the Tesla 3 really over the edge for, for recommending it so highly, it's not only that it gets uh, 358 miles on a charge in the top trim line, but it's the Tesla supercharger network that makes the livability, the kind of day to day, whether you're, you're, you're running errands around town or you're actually going on a road trip. The Tesla supercharger network network is better than, than any other EV infrastructure going. And as we mentioned before, the EV infrastructure is pretty thin. So, so just because you can get into the Tesla supercharging network is a huge advantage for this car.
2: And, you- the, and that network is expanding almost daily. You know, they just put in uh, 12 charging stations up near my house, which I mm-hmm. was, I, I, you know, I watched the construction going on. I'm like, what a weird spot to build something. And then all of a sudden, up popped the little Tesla. And
3: charging. on the, on the uh, news reports this week that Tesla is letting other folks use their technology for other brands for the charging systems. So, well, it,
1: it- and it's about and it's about time you know i mean they should all have the same plugs i mean can you imagine it you, know, be you, you buy an electric razor and you want to go plug it in but but it depends on what state or what house you're in the plug doesn't work i mean they're all universal for a reason as i think every ev charging station and and input for for an electric car should be as well.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. You use the beta model, and I'll go ahead and use the VHS model, and we'll see who wins <laughs> that battle. So let's move on. Let's talk about something a more upscale. Uh, I see that you've got a Lexus in there,
1: right? And actually, this is funny. This this is the vehicle that I that I drove home just the other day. I have this for the for the long weekend. Uh, the NX is. A very, very nice car. Think of it as a super upscale Toyota Rev 4. It has incredible fit and finish. The seats are wonderful. It's quiet. The controls are pretty easy to deal with. Uh, what I like also is 38 miles per gallon in a luxury car. Uh, and it has the practicality of a fold down rear seat and a hatchback. Uh, ours has all wheel drive, which is good if you're living here in the Northeast. Uh, and it has that, that typical Uh, lexus reliability and has active safety features that are standard such as uh blind spot warning and rear cross traffic warning so this really is is a complete package and and i this is the second generation of nx the first one didn't impress us all that much this one is much improved what do you
0: think is going to be the highest selling vehicle amongst you your list there
1: wow um you know i i would say that I would say the Kia Telluride is is a is just a juggernaut since it debuted wow. a few years I ago. I agree with you, yes. Yeah. It, it has blown us away. And um I, I remember telling a couple of my friends after we tested the, the first telluride that, that we're in the market for a family vehicle. And I said, jump on one. If you can get it get it and, and obviously since the pandemic getting a telluride is impossible just like for a lot of cars but but i mean i i think i think kia has absolutely hit a home run with this vehicle and and everyone that i talk in anecdotally but i mean listen people that i talk to that have this love this car so I, I think i think kia is is selling absolutely everyone they can build
3: see i'm not on that train i, I don't think that vehicle is appealing i just for some reason but because you're I just old. don't get it because we're old it's just it, too big for me. Oh,
0: it's well, oh, it's size, yeah, it,
2: it's it, close to Tahoe size, right. Yeah, and it's an
0: odd size to me. Well, I mean, you also have to keep in mind that this is a different generation. Mm-hmm. They grew up in SUVs, mm-hmm. and that size, I think, strikes a
1: real note with many, many people
0: because it fits for them, mm-hmm. young families especially. Don't you agree, Mike?
1: Well, yeah, and 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 the question was, what do I think is the is the like the top selling? So because because I also agree, I mean, for my for my family situation, my boys are like 19 and 23. So I don't need three rows of of anything. I don't need a three row minivan. I don't need a three row SUV. I don't need that much room. But for for most families, young families especially, they're always looking for a three row vehicle. Now, listen, I've got nothing bad to say about minivans. I think they're completely um, underrated like the Toyota Sienna minivan, they're all hybrids. They get great fuel economy. They're super reliable. They're very easy to live with. When you've had small kids, a minivan is absolutely the best, easiest vehicle around. But people don't like the image. So they say, well, I want three rows and I want an SUV. Or they say, I need an SUV. Most people don't need an SUV. Most people will never tow anything with their SUV. But that is the family vehicle of choice. So, but but I totally get it. And I don't, three rows, three row vehicles completely lost on me at this stage of my life. But the
2: the family may be moving half of the baseball, the little league baseball team or water polo team from location to location. That's where that eight-passenger, nine-passenger vehicle comes in important.
0: So how are we going to wrap this up this morning, Mike? What would you like to talk, uh, talk about next?
1: Well, um, I would say uh, go, go, to, go to ConsumerReports.org. Check out all the information that we've got. I mean, Consumer Reports is a subscription-based service, but for a uh, for limited time, these articles on, on the top picks, most reliable, uh, highest rated for owner satisfaction, we also have an, an EV and and um, hybrid kind of hub within the car section of the page. Check it out. They're gonna be free for for a little bit while longer. That you know, they won't be behind the paywall. So I, I would say for all of your automotive needs, check out consumerreports.org. Uh, but don't look me up for a recommendation on a microwave oven. <laughs> <laughs> Dang.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you this all of us wanna come up there and be you for at least a week. When it gets warmer <laughs> in the spring, hey, in July. In the spring. Yeah. listen
1: you guys get to to the northeast i will absolutely uh, arrange to get a tour for you so you can see the facilities I'll go for some hot laps around the track I, I would be honored to to give you guys a tour of the track
0: mike thanks so much we really appreciate that and we appreciate you taking the time on a saturday morning to talk to us we'll hope to talk to you again very soon thank you very much thanks so, thanks, thanks mike. so much for having me on you, you bet, bet. Mike Thanks, Quincy sir. with Consumer Reports. Uh, gosh, I just love to talk to those guys. Very good. Information. Yeah, I know. Uh, it, uh, they're passionate. They we could have an, an entire about. hour with him and still not finish. it.
2: And the time to go to Connecticut is October when the colors are changing. Yeah,
0: yeah. We well, what's the temperature?
2: Road trip.
0: <laughs> well, we're going to go up to Granbury and the Lone Star Throwdown. Yeah, so we just, last just we went it can't
2: be much
3: further on the map.
0: Can't, it can't. No, it, just a, it, 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 it. It was over a hundred degrees in Granbury. Let's talk about today's cruise-in calendar. Mr. Conrad DeLong has the cruise-in calendar. Dun, dun. You're it. You're on. <laughs> I, I know I'm on.
2: I'm <laughs> fumbling through my stuff trying to find it. There you go.
0: Um, I hate that fumbling uh, Sunday,
2: February 25th, or excuse me, 26th is uh, Cars and Cocktails at Little Woodrow's in Tomball. That starts at 11 a.m., goes on to 3 p.m. Uh, March 25th is the Spindle Top Car Show at Church on the Rock, out there
0: by Mars. That's the reason that we're talking It's about on it, Mars? Because it's out, it's out there. Yeah, yeah, it's Venus. on Mars. Yeah. It's yeah. Venus.
2: Um, yeah, men are from
0: Venus. Anyway, go ahead, please.
2: April 2nd, Sunday, April 2nd, from 6.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. is the Woodlands Cars and Coffee for a Cause uh, off of Market Street. Uh, April 12th from noon to 6 p.m., is uh, the Texas po- Texas Pony Party at the commemorative the
0: Pony Party?
2: I, I think it's the must- I'll
0: tell you what that, that my little that pony you're dancing the on the edge show. when you say mm-hmm, it that way.
2: Mm-hmm. The commemorative Air Force Central Texas Wing, uh, April fourteenth through the sixteenth, is the Lone Star Convention, um, hosted by the Central Texas Chevrolet Club at the Embassy Suites in San Marcos. June 24th, uh, starting at 10 a.m. through the 25th, uh, ending at 9 p.m., is the Lone Star Drift Round 3
0: at the Houston Police Academy. Okay. Up there by the airport. Could you move that microphone a little bit closer to your mouth, please? Am I No, I'm not popping the peas. I don't have any more room to turn you up over here. Uh, The good guys, Summit Racing Lone
2: Star Nationals at Texas Motor Speedway, September 29th from 9 a.m. through October 1st at 4 p.m. That it? That's it?
0: All right. Mr. Mars, how's your breakfast down there this morning? I'm <laughs> sure I'm glad it's all you're... Over it's the table. Yeah. all over the table. I'm glad he's joining in the conversation, <laughs> aren't you? If we have a computer malfunction,
3: it's because of all the sugar from your donut landing on your keyboard. You, you brought know. it. Yeah, but you ate it. It's going to be instructions next week <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right time now for this hour's car review had a chance to drive the 2023 cadillac escalade some people call it an escalade v series that's all what, you gotta say what the, a hot rod The review is over I, that pretty much I yeah for it. jeff anyway it comes in many trim levels it starts off with the luxury the premium luxury sport premium luxury platinum sport platinum and the v at the top of the heap all new for 23 is the v this is a standard suv body on frame full-size suv seven occupants up to including the driver exterior changes from last model year not many uh this fifth generation escalade was introduced in uh, this particular one was introduced in 2021 okay took them a couple of years to build enough of those supercharged V8 engines to uh, get it ready for the Escalade. Exterior features. Black grille with smoky gray wheels with the V emblem on the flanks. Look good. Squinty headlights up high on the nose. Tail lights from roof to midline. (sighs) Quad chrome exhaust tips, which is unique for the V. Tall, vertical, daytime running lights. Red brake calipers and ginormous rotors on this mm. thing. It's not even a pie plate. This is a pizza, pizza pan. pan. Yeah, I love ginormous. What I like, everything. This ain't your mama's Caddy Escalade, but could use improvement. Add some wings, and it will fly. <laughs> well,
2: but could be, you know, at three o'clock in the morning, it could annoy your neighbors because that. It had such a beautiful rumble to it. Well, and especially the the exhaust was loud
0: when you when you start it up. I think it's pretty much open exhaust all the way to the back, and then it quickly uh, chomps down on it. But yes, it is loud.
3: So there ain't no sneaking home at two o'clock in the
0: morning. Well, it could be as long as you put it you put it in neutral and you turn the motor off. If (laughs) you know what I'm talking about, if you're coming home in that,
3: you want everybody to see you in it. You don't want to sneak around in it. Not at three or four o'clock. I I don't don't care.
0: This. Tub it out.
2: It sounded so good. Interior it's highlights: already got the LS. Uh,
0: a layered glass dash is beautiful with a unique instrument cluster, upscale, top-notch, detailed leather appointments exclusive to the V. Mm. Uh, different uh, hard trim available for different uh, levels of the V. Climate controls are separate. A uh, separate pod at the bottom of the center console. Does that make sense to you? Uh, cargo trunk room. Massive with the seats folded down. What I like, GM's infotainment system is great. What could use improvement? I got a big question mark there because I don't know. You can't throw any more at an SUV than this one. You got the power, you got all of the room. The ride and the handling is great. We'll get to that in a minute. 6.2 liter. Supercharged V8 with 682 horsepower and <laughs> 653 pound-feet oh, of torque. Goodness. 10-speed automatic transmission. Tow rating, 7,000 pounds. Haul rating, 1,330 pounds. No, haul ra- rating is donkey. Donkey. Yeah. Donkey, <laughs> donkey Yeah, okay. Uh, miles per gallon. Oh, this is great. 11 miles per gallon <laughs> in the city. 16 on the highway for combined to 13. And believe it or not, I got 15.9. Over 310.4 miles. What I liked? Power, baby. Mm-hmm. what could use seven. improvement. Uh, take the performance pages from the Hellcats and put it in this. Ooh. It doesn't have that. Now, you can change things around a little bit, but not like you can the Hellcat. And this one begs for that. But you're not going to take this drag racing because it weighs four Tons, almost four tons, eight thousand pounds. So that six hundred and eighty-two horsepower I'm talking about is working. Yeah, it it, it it works it a used. lot.
2: the only The only thing I would recommend is an adaptable suspension, so you could literally lower the vehicle. Because I thought looking at it, it rode high on the tire on the wheels and yeah. tires.
0: Well, I think that they don't do that because of the horsepower and the way that the whole thing is set up. Obviously, on the other Escalades, that's available. Uh, almost four tons. That's a lot. Base trim price. The Here we base go. Base trim price. Hold me down. For the V. You can get into a V starting at $151,090. Price is tested, $155,365. Chump change to you, Conrad. Base model price. You just want to drive an Escalade? You can for $79,295. Okay. So In the slow lane to the base. Yeah, the slow lane, it's still not Tiny slow. tires. Now, based on the base model price, Lincoln Navigator goes for 77635 six thirty-five. Lexus LX600, 87815 And the Infiniti QX80 goes for seventy-two seven. But none, no, of them, com- none of them offer a performance vehicle that's, like the V. That's what I was, it was, it was about to say. Thank you, Cadillac. And that is my review of the 2023 Cadillac Escalation. Somebody <laughs>
2: wipe that smile off of his face. <laughs> the Thank In Wheel you. Time Car Talk e- show is e- <laughs> available
0: 24-7 through the iHeart Radio app. Just look for In Wheel Time Car Talk. We also video stream on Facebook, YouTube, and InWheelTime.com. Podcasts at your fingertips and over a dozen of the most popular podcast outlets. The In Wheel Time Car Talk show continues right after this quick break. Tailpipes and Tacos, Houston's premier car cruise and return Saturday, April 15th to the Loopy Tortilla Tex-Mex in Katy, 8 to 11 a.m. Bring your Hot Rod Classic Resto Mod or any other vehicle you'd like to show and compete for one of three highly coveted Chili Pepper Trophies. This April 15th kickoff event is one you'll want to put on your calendar because 100% of the money you donate for the free tacos will be given to God's Garage. You heard right, free tacos. Whatever you decide to give, all of it will be given to God's Garage and matched by Loopy Tortilla. God's Garage gifts vehicles to single mothers, widows, and wives of deployed military in the greater Houston area. In fact, the garage will gift a vehicle to a mom in need at this special event. Be sure to attend the next Tailpipes and Tacos Cruise Inn, Saturday, April 15th, 8 to 11 a.m. at the Loopy Tortilla Tex-Mex in Katy on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard, just south of I-10. Free breakfast tacos for any donation to God's Garage. It'll make your heart and your belly feel good. You own a car you love. Why not let Gulf Coast Auto Shield protect it? Houstonian John Gray invites you to his state-of-the-art facility to introduce you to his specialist team of auto enthusiasts. We promise you'll be impressed. Whether you're looking to massage your original paint to a like-new appearance, apply a ceramic coating, install a paint protection film, nano-ceramic window tint, or new windshield protection called ExoShield, Gulf Coast AutoShield is where Houston's car people go. Curbed your wheels? Instead of buying new, why not have them repaired? How about a professionally installed radar detector? Gulf Coast Auto Shield does that, too. Get a peek inside the shop and look at the services offered by getting online and heading to GCAutoShield.com. Better yet, stop by their facility at 11275 South Sam Houston Tollway, just south of the Southwest Freeway, and get a personal tour. Gulf Coast Auto Shield is your place to go for all things exterior. Call them today, 832-930-5655 or GCAutoShield.com.